0: Thank you for streaming Delta Signify's first ever podcast. My name is Andrew Thomas, and I will be your host. Here at Delta State, we wanted to provide you with a new way to get your information about our convention that is coming up quickly on October 15th through the 17th. During this episode, I will be sitting down with Jackson Pitlock from our IOTA-ADA chapter to kind of discuss his experience at the convention in Kansas City. I'm going to be sitting down with some members of Beta Gamma from our UCLA chapter, and they're going to talk about LA from a local... Sp- Perspective. They're really going to give us some of the details on the places that you should go, how you should get around, and things that you should do when you have some free time. And then finally, we're we're going to sit down with Phil and Diane as they give us all the details that we need to know as convention guests, all about what is on the itinerary to the details about the hotel and the surrounding area. So stay tuned. Right now, I'm sitting down with Jackson Pitlock from our IOTA Ada chapter at IEPUI. Jackson joined me here today to kind of talk through his experience at convention. Uh, Jackson, why don't you just tell me, tell me about when was the first time that you attended convention? Yeah, well first I'd like to say thank you for having me here.
1: Um, the first time I attended convention was in 2018 in Kansas City.
0: Okay, and just I, I would love to know, obviously I was there so I kind of know your experience right. and everything, but for the guys listening and everything, tell me tell me why were you in Kansas City? What was so, going on? yeah,
1: so I was actually
0: in Kansas City for the Leadership
1: Institute retreat um, that happened about a week prior to convention. So we had the option to actually go to convention right after because we were getting bus back from the uh, campsite that we were at for Leadership Institute. Mm-hmm. Um, originally, I didn't plan on going to convention because I I'd work and everything, so I, did, I wasn't really sure if I wanted to go or not. However, it was actually really funny because... Um, when we were in the airport uh, leaving to go back to wherever we were going to,
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, I was sitting there for a couple of hours because my flight was uh, – my flight was – it took like a while for my flight to get there Yeah, yeah. Uh, to Indianapolis. So I decided, you know what? I might as well just go because I I had a bunch of the guys that I had met from Leadership Institute that were going to convention. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it was a little bit of FOMO. It was a little bit of me just really (laughs) wanting to actually, you know, experience Kansas City. But I ultimately uh, decided to give you a text and say, like, hey, is it too late for me to actually uh, sign up for convention? (laughs) You know, the day that it actually started, you said, you know, no, no, no problem. Yeah. So I canceled the flight, left the airport. Ubered back to downtown Kansas City, and then uh, one of the brothers from Georgia Tech actually let me stay in their hotel room for the entirety of the weekend, so it was really fun being able to, you know, spend some time with him a little bit more, because, um, you know, like I said, we only had like a week to Mm -hmm. get to know these guys at Leadership Institute.
0: Yeah, I would love to know a little bit more about, you know, your experience at LI and everything, that it apparently was so impactful that you thought you should cancel a flight instead, so tell me, like... What did you, what were maybe your top takeaways from LI? And, and then tell me a little bit more about that.
1: Yeah, so I mean, LI was, it was amazing. You know, being able to meet guys across the country under like, you know, no no normal circumstance. You know, it was, it was 40, I think it was 43 okay. um, guys that were in my class so you know being able to meet these guys learn about what they do Mm -hmm. in their chapters being able to take ideas bounce ideas off of them for what we wanted to do with our chapter um you know it was a really great experience just being able to meet those guys and i learned a lot about leadership just leadership qualities leadership traits how to apply those in real world situations and the facilitators of the uh of li were Fantastic. I okay. mean, I couldn't have asked more, uh, more from them to be able to give us what they knew as yeah.
0: well. Yeah, I mean, it, and it sounds like too. If you had, you had such a good experience there, and obviously we we can talk about Li at another time, right? right? This is all about convention, but I think with this, you talked about FOMO. You miss. You saw. You kind of met a lot of brothers and everything, right? That you wanted to continue that right. connection with. Um, was there anyone in particular that you were like I want to continue getting to know you or just it was just yeah like it was uh,
1: it was the Georgia Tech guys and then I met a couple of guys from the uh, Wisconsin Oshkosh okay. uh, chapter as well and I hung out with them a lot too okay. so you know it, it was really cool just being able to see some of these guys I know um, Zach Collins yeah uh, who I had met at LI you know I, he introduced me to a few of his uh, few of the brothers from his chapter so okay. I, uh, me and then Brighton, one of the guys from my chapter, yep. um, we were the ones who decided to just you know hang out with them and uh, just get to know them a lot more, and it was it was just such a great experience. Yeah.
0: Now tell me, so Brighton, <laughs> for those of you guys listening that don't know, Brighton West is another one of our chapter brothers, and. Uh, You convinced him to drive nine hours to... (laughs) I need to know the conversation around that. Made this man drive through the night. And I want the full story because it is a hilarious (laughs) story.
1: Yeah, so... Uh, it was really funny actually. Um, I was just trying to get somebody from my chapter to come to a uh, convention because mm-hmm. I you know, I didn't want to be the only guy there to have those experiences. I wanted another brother from the chapter to be able to bring that back to uh, yep. to Iota Ada and be able to talk about, you know, their experiences and get more people there. Mm-hmm. So the first person I talked to actually was Brighton. Yeah. So I said to him, I said, Hey, you want to come to convention it's uh it's in kansas city you know it's only like an eight or nine hour drive and he's like he said he said to me well (laughs) i i just got back from alaska because he was he was working in a job out in alaska for that whole summer and he had just flown back completely exhausted yep and he said yeah yeah why not so he (laughs) after coming back from alaska he told he goes to tell his family, "Hey, I'm leaving to go to Kansas City." <laughs> so he drove the eight hours there and through um, the night, through the night, yeah. And I told him, "Oh yeah, I'll be awake at three thirty in the morning or whatever he would get there, something like that," which was a complete lie. <laughs> no chance I was awake for that. So I was asleep, and when he got into uh, when he got to the Marriott, mm-hmm. and <laughs> he slept in his car. Um, until until the morning when I was actually awake and able to like tell him like where we actually go. Yeah, because are. he was calling you a bunch of times. And <laughs> yeah.
0: The man just drove nine hours after getting back from <laughs> Alaska, and you made his ass sleep in the car.
1: <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, he said it was okay. He said yes. he had no problem sleeping
0: in the car because he had done it before,
3: so
1: it worked out.
3: <laughs> and
0: if I remember correctly, he did not bring any of the proper attire. Right, no. he didn't have like a suit. Or just, I mean, the clothes that he threw was probably just what he had that was clean and just kind of Neither of us actually did, so
1: I didn't actually bring a suit at all. Yeah, because you came
0: right from uh, camp and everything. Right, exactly. So
1: I wasn't planning on having any dress clothes or anything for the entirety of the weekend. So, um, I mean, what was the... uh, Michelle's closet. Michelle's closet was for... I mean, thank God for Michelle's closet because otherwise I would not have had any dress clothes. I would have not... You know, been able to dress up nicely for the dinners, for the council meetings, so, you know, I mean, thank God for that. It worked out for both me and Brighton. Yeah, luckily, (laughs) for reference,
0: Michelle's Closet, Uh, Michelle Edmonds, a longtime spouse of an alumni, uh, puts on this, every convention basically will give out free, like donated um formal clothes and everything so there is again this year at convention in case anyone forgets their their suits or ties or anything else or just want some more they are there and everything so that way just in case if you you end up going again right then you can maybe don't forget this time this but time
1: i'll be a little bit more prepared more prepared
0: okay so we're there, right? You get like you kind of you cancel your flight, you're you Uber over to convention, and you're there, right? You're staying with right. with some brothers and everything. Um, tell me, what was your experience like at convention?
1: Yeah, so I mean, uh, between you know being able to experience the Kansas City culture. So I had never been to Kansas City mm-hmm. at, at that point. That was the furthest west that I had ever gone okay. uh, in the United States. So you know being able to experience the culture there was just amazing you know the food there, obviously yes was fantastic the barbecue unreal um, but outside of all of that you know um, all the stuff that the uh, fraternity put up you know like the uh, council meeting yep. the um, I'm trying to think what else um, you know the the oh, shoot the World War One Museum mm, that yes. was a really cool thing to be able to be yes. a part of as well um, the pilgrim path an experience unlike any other. Yes. Um, you know, it was just, it was fantastic.
0: Yeah, and you, you participated in the pilgrims' Degree, so you have your giant fez right. and right? <laughs> that you only wear at convention. Yeah. <laughs>
1: okay. Uh, I, I do plan on bringing that with
0: me. Okay, so. that's good. Yeah, as you should. You know, if you're gonna wear it, you might right, as well wear absolutely. it at convention. Right. One in Rome. You know. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> okay. So yeah, obviously enjoyed right the Wildermore One Museum. We we're able to see the pilgrims' Degree Everyone enjoys because it's you can only get that at convention. Right. Um. Was there was there anything that surprised you while you were there? Obviously, coming in with almost no expectations, but was there anything like just shocking?
1: Uh, the sheer amount of brothers that were there. Okay, I, I think that. Um, you know, from different generations yeah. too. I think was just such an amazing sight to see. You know, yeah. all of us coming together from you know different backgrounds, and uh-huh. heritages. I I just think that that is just a really cool thing to be able to experience. Yeah. You know, just meeting all the new people too. And that's
0: what I hear all the time is with conventions. Like it's all about the brothers, right? It seems, right. sounds like a lot of your experience was you met some brothers at LI that convinced you then to. Come to convention right and it wasn't even your plan. You convinced another brother to attend because of that experience, and then the one of the best parts that you said was just meeting all these other brothers. Right, I think and, that and just
1: they're... making the connections with all of those guys was was something else.
0: Okay, and then uh, I wanna I wanna kind of hear. So you talk about possibly going to convention and everything else. You know why why should other students like new maybe a new student that well, you were a sophomore then right or junior uh,
1: sophomore going into sophomore junior sophomore going yeah. into
0: junior year yeah so why should someone else in that position why should they go to LA i
1: well i mean first and foremost it's it's los angeles yes. i i mean it's a beautiful city um i've never been you know i do plan on eventually making it out there of yeah. course but um you know i think that just the uh being able to meet people uh, from all across the country having connections all across the country alone is is definitely a reason to go mm-hmm. out there um with everything that the fraternity sets up and plans for uh convention i think that that as well is another big reason that people should go yeah um, i'm sure that they've got a whole lot of stuff planned um, oh, yeah. a lot of surprises i'm sure so it'll definitely be a fun time
0: yeah okay and i know um you know one thing is is always cost, right? Is, right? That's always a big concern. Um, how uh, how did you uh, how are you able to justify the cost and everything? What 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 were some tactics that you used to kind of help keep uh, prices down?
1: Yeah, so uh, one of the things that I was fortunate enough to be able to do with uh, going to convention in Kansas City was the transportation costs were covered by the fraternity because of Leadership Institute. So that was a big break for me there. Um, You know, not having to spend gas or pay for a flight out there. Um, Another thing that I was able to do was just kind of uh, watch what I was uh, getting to eat out there. Mm -hmm. You know, luckily the fraternity provided a lot of different dinners and lunches for us. So that was really nice to be able to uh, eat on their dime. So that really (laughs) helped out a lot. Always appreciate it, yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, uh, it's just the little things, you know, and with Los Angeles, obviously, it's not the cheapest place to be at, so I'm I'm sure that there's definitely a few ways you can you know, mm-hmm. cut costs here and there. You know, nickel and dime your way
0: through. Yeah, and you said to how many people did you guys have staying in your room when you were there? We had four of us. Four of us. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, two so you, people
1: shared beds. Uh, two people shared one bed. Each. Yeah, which yeah.
0: if I remember the price, it wasn't even that expensive. And, right. I think. Um,
1: yeah, I think that the uh, Georgia Tech uh, ACB covered paid. their yeah. uh,
0: hotel room too. So that was really
1: nice yeah, as well. Yeah, you you, I mean, it kind of, everything kind
4: of fell
0: right into place for you, right, yeah, exactly. man? Exactly. But I think what I've seen too is just a lot, that's what, the same thing that you did, you throw as many people in those hotel rooms right. that you can just to kind of cut those costs because right, you know, even then we're going to be in downtown LA, so yeah. it's again, not going to be the cheapest, but you can, you know, fifty dollars a night or whatever can't be want right. to be terrible for a weekend in LA.
1: Yeah, splitting least, you know, splitting an Airbnb or splitting a mm-hmm. hotel room. I'm sure that there's definitely some ways that you can get around yeah. having to pay you know full price being out there. Mm-hmm.
0: Awesome, man. Well, how um, so? Kind of coming back and everything, you know, bringing this full circle, right, from the beginning to the end. Coming back, what what was kind of the reaction from the chapter? And I know you know we were talking before we started recording about. Um, how IEPY like, is now sending more guys there. And maybe, I mean, we're getting alumni to attend and everything else when that's not been the tradition right. at, at Ido, IOTA ADA but kind of tell me about your experience coming back. Like what was the chapter's reaction? And then, you know, what have the conversations been kind of leading into LA? Yeah,
1: so th- there were definitely a lot of people who wanted to hear a lot about like what me and Brighton had to say for what we did there and every- yeah. and all of that. Um, I think that a lot of the younger guys when I came back were the most interested, and mm-hmm. fortunately, those are the ones who are now going to Li or uh, not Li, uh, LA, yeah. so mm-hmm. that's, that's a great thing. I think that um, if you go, as you know, say like an older member or an alum who stays close to their um, to their chapter, I think that it really helps those young guys understand what it actually means mm-hmm. to you and what it could mean to them if they do end up going to yeah. convention. You know, I think it has a bigger impact on those guys as to as opposed to maybe some of the older guys who. You know might be on their way out mm-hmm. or going on to bigger and better things yeah. you know things along those lines yeah
0: you definitely come back a little bit more inspired you know you you kind of see the full picture of what delta sig nationally is that you right. might not yeah you don't get a necessary experience at some of the the other programming that you do right because right? it's all educational and doing that like very specific right. but this is just more fun when we talk about the brothers right the biggest impact oh, that yeah. we can make or the biggest um yeah, I guess the biggest impact that with within fraternity is just the people that you meet, right? The brothers and everything. Thank you again for coming on and everything. Like I said, just so everyone knows, we have Aiden, Nate, Noah, and Adrian here with us. They're from they're members from the UCLA chapter, our Beta Gamma chapter. They are our host chapter this year, and I'm super excited to have them on to kind of talk about talk about la and what they love about la so what i love to just kind of start out guys is i want to hear what are your favorite parts of la so maybe aiden if you want to kick us off kind of tell me what do you like to do here
5: uh for me uh i'm I'm personally like an outdoorsy guy so and i love skateboarding so it's definitely la is the like quintessential skateboarding capital of the world so i skate on campus uh courthouse i go to downtown sometimes and then i also love the santa monica mountains for running and biking because it's almost a little like a retreat from the cityscape and you could mm-hmm. if, if you're not facing la you, it seems like you're somewhere else so it, okay. it's really nice
0: yeah our guys only have a couple hours is there if we have any skaters or anything where where should they go i know i'm familiar with there's that skate park right in Santa Monica, right on the beach. But I imagine you probably know a better spot.
5: Yeah, um, so if you only have a couple hours, right by UCLA, there's uh, Stoner and Courthouse. Uh, Courthouse is like one of the most like famous skate spots. It, uh, if you've seen the movie Mid 90s, it was in there. Uh, and then Stoner, it's my personal favorite. Uh, but where's the convention actually taking place? Cause I do not know. Do you know what? Yeah, the convention is right
0: downtown at the Marriott. Okay, downtown.
5: Yeah. So I'd say like El Sereno is a really nice park on the east side of LA.
0: Okay, nice. Well then, so we got some hiking, some skateboarding. Nate, what do you like to do?
3: Uh, Well, I really love, uh, well, the
0: thing I love the most about LA
3: is the fact that Los Angeles is actually home to the largest number of museums per capita in the world, uh, which is a little sort of unknown fact about LA. There's this big conception that LA is a city devoid of culture, that it's fake, et cetera, et cetera. And that's largely propagated by the East Coast Industrial Complex. Uh, And so um, there's a a wealth of museums in Los Angeles that uh, are either low cost or free to uh, all visitors and they have uh, some really incredible collections of art. Uh, if you're downtown for the convention, um, the the best option would be the Broad Museum, which is spelled Broad B-O-R-B-R-O-A-D. Uh, it's completely free, although since its opening about three years ago, mm-hmm. uh, it has required reservations in advance, usually about two weeks to a month, but it is completely free. Okay. Um, it was it was started by our own version of the rockefeller eli brode who uh, actually recently passed away but he's been pretty instrumental in um, the los angeles art scene Uh, as as well as right across the street there's the museum of contemporary art which is unfortunately one of the few museums in la that does actually charge admission Um, but it's still well worth a visit and there is uh there's the museum of contemporary art and then down the street probably about I want to say eight blocks or so in little tokyo they have a, a, a subsidiary called the geffen contemporary and, and one admission is is uh, valid for both uh, and the geffen contemporary usually hosts sort of larger scale um, temporary exhibits mm-hmm. but they're all three of those museums are fantastic and then if you're willing to make the journey uh, the los angeles county museum of art is sort of it was actually the the largest art museum west of the mississippi river and it's it's sort of an encyclopediatic museum you know, any style of art, any time period you can think of, they have it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, for our listeners and everything, if you guys probably don't know Nate or anything, he is a history major and specializes in urban planning. So he loves Los Angeles and knows all kinds of stuff. Nate, I have to ask, there's always every city, especially a city like L.A., will have some very unique uh unique places. And I imagine with your, it sounds like you have a passion with knowing museums and this, what is like one of the most unique museums that someone could go to if they were, if they only had three days in LA? The most unique museum? Yeah. Uh,
3: I would, I mean, the the Broad is definitely up there because it it focuses almost entirely on contemporary art and most contemporary art museums don't have permanent collections, unlike the Broad. Um, And it's, it's, it's facade is quite uh stunning i guess would be the word uh in terms of of other unique spots uh frankly the the metro system uh i i I apologize for bringing this up already because as my friends know once i start talking about the metro system i can never stop um but you know there's a a lot of people for example don't even know that los angeles has a metro system
0: i was we do I i had no idea and I've exactly, been there.
3: we have we have above ground, underground, on the ground. Haven't figured out how to get it uh, suspended in the air yet, but I'm sure once we can, we'll do it. <laughs> and uh, it, it's quite expensive. It's the third largest system in the country after New York and Chicago. Mm-hmm. And uh, at the moment, it's completely free. Um, that might change by the time the convention is is in town, but they are not enforcing fare collection. Uh, but a a big part of the Metro is uh, 1% of the, of the budget for any construction project uh, has to be dedicated to art in -hmm. or around the station. So Mm -hmm. every single station is unique and every single station reflects the character or the history or the culture of the community that the station is in, in some way, shape or form. Um,
0: I love that. I love that. uh, I think that that's a definitely, so if let's say, you know, you're you're an undergrad that is attending convention, there's gonna be a bus that will take you from the airport that you fly in from LAX to the hotel, but then you have no way to get around. Would you suggest this is probably a better way than an Uber, let's say? Absolutely, especially if you're in downtown, um, not to get too
3: technical with it, but um, Los Angeles uh, Los Angeles' public transportation is built on a hub and spoke model with mm-hmm. downtown Los Angeles as the hub. So it's where okay. all of the services meet and connect um, with very few exceptions. So, uh, if you, if you are in downtown, there's no shortage of of availability of of buses or trains nearby. Um, and there you can either use Google maps or download uh, the transit app and both of those will help you tremendously. And if, if you're going to like see one station, see one example, um, just on the other side of downtown, it's on the other side of the freeway, but it's, you know, depending on who you ask still downtown, uh, union station is sort of one of the last great, you know, train halls in America, you know. Okay. You know, grand, okay. there's Grand Central and Penn Station and, all that, and Union yep. Station is-
0: Right up there. Sort of the
3: last example of that except, um, unlike the other ones, it was built in a, a sort of Spanish colonial architectural style, mm. you know, which is more suiting to the American no, Southwest than sort of a grand European style. Um, and it, it serves both the Metro, the regional rail, Amtrak, uh, and uh, all of our buses. And so it's a beautiful station. Uh, and there's, there's always a lot going on and right across the street is the historic center of Los Angeles, Olvera street, okay. Lots of historic vendors and food. And it's great. I'm sorry for talking too much.
0: No, you're good. No, I love it. I think one, if the Los Angeles department of transportation is listening, Nate would love a job at the Metro where all he does is just talk about it. Um, but it sounds like, I mean, you have a wider wide range of knowledge when it comes to it which i love i am the same way with indianapolis i could talk all day about the different things of indy so you know we know we have some different art museums and then the best way to get around it sounds like is the metro especially if you for a free or low cost um option especially with traffic and everything else it it, i bet it's probably faster
3: i apologize i also have one more unique place um go for it i would recommend uh in downtown the um weston bonaventure hotel
0: uh yeah, that's is where we're the... yeah we're staying there at the western oh is the marriott there i think so yeah
3: Same oh thing. okay never yeah
0: mind. i think i think weston weston is own or marriott owns the weston i believe it's, or it's Westin. the
3: it's the building with the five cylinders
0: no that's it yeah that's yeah okay
3: never mind because uh, yeah I, it's a it's an architectural marvel in my opinion so
0: Mm. But there you go.
3: You guys are already staying there. So. Yeah, we're already,
0: we're already there. Oh yeah. I,
3: I have, well, uh, sure, make sure to go to the top. There's a revolving restaurant and cafe at the top.
0: Okay. Oh, and I mean, LA with that, you could probably see the entire, uh, valley and everything.
3: Uh, it's not that high. And it, it, okay. so actually, if so, that's a great segue into the, the secondary recommendation, then down the street from it is the Wilshire grand uh, hotel. Yeah uh or the Wilshire Grand building it's uh i think an intercontinental hotel okay. uh, it's on 7th and Wilshire i want to say and uh it is the tallest building west of the mississippi river in america mm. it's a little over 1100 feet tall okay and at the top is the is the tallest open air bar in america uh so there's there's really? no roof or anything there's there's okay. some glass in the windows to you know keep people safe but uh, uh the last it used to be completely free to go up there the last yeah. i heard they were charging some cover charges but okay. um so so double check before you go but if you know but, if, if you have the time and you are willing to spend the cover charge you do get some gorgeous views um highly recommend going around sunset if you really yeah uh, uh, can can swing it because the I mean, sunsets in Los Angeles are not like anywhere else in the world.
6: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I mean, especially just being able to see it over the o- – you have the ocean that – On a clear day, you can see all the way to Catalina. Okay, yeah. Now, I think that's a great suggestion. I think a lot of people – one, a lot around the country – I mean, Los Angeles has a ton of just um, rooftop bars and, you know, those unique spots that you don't get anywhere else. And so I think trying to take take advantage of that as much as possible is important. Nate, I appreciate you sharing all those. Those are great. Uh, Let's make sure, Noah, what about you? What do you like to,
2: where do you like to go in Los Angeles? So for me, I'm a very avid surfer. I picked it up last summer uh, during quarantine, went down to San Diego with some friends. Uh, One of the guys there taught me. It was such a great time, fell in love with it, immediately bought my own board and wetsuit. And since then, I've been trying to go all over Cali. And recently that I've moved back here to L.A., um, i've been trying to explore spots and so actually just yesterday me and two other brothers went to malibu okay. to go out the surfing there because i mm-hmm. have heard great things about it and it's very popular very packed you definitely have to get there early if you mm-hmm. want to catch some good waves and really claim your spot but the swells are really nice it's super easy to learn um it's very relaxing just so great to be out in the water while you're waiting to catch some waves you're just socializing, you're talking to whoever you're with, it's just such a great time. I okay. also highly recommend uh, Huntington Beach. I've been there as well. Mm-hmm. And the waves are a bit bigger than at Malibu. Okay, that just is perfect for uh, riding them out longer.
0: Yeah, I think surfing is a great situation, right? If you go to Southern California, and you don't go surfing, I don't think you're doing it right. I know when I spent a month out there, when I first joined staff, we, I did an Airbnb experience, which that was when they were first coming out. Where some some guy that just had a ton of boards in his van would park at the beach, and he would just set us all there and just start training. We, where did I go? I went, what's just south of Venice Beach? I'm kind of blanking on the the. Marina difficulty. Del Rey. And yes, I think it was right there. That's where we went surfing, which I've heard is not the cleanest area. Um, so no you might need I know Malibu's a little bit probably a little bit too far for most unless they're they're staying maybe a couple days after is there a place like would you suggest Santa Monica or Venice
2: Beach or is it kind of like Malibu Huntington Beach or nothing Uh personally I have not heard the best things about Santa Monica I feel oh. like Santa Monica solidified itself as a go-to tourist destination as opposed to a surfing spot but Um, in terms of that area. I have heard good things about Manhattan. I just have yet to try it out because of parking. Okay.
0: Yeah. And where, um, where could they go? Do you have any spots of where, I know you have your own board, but is there a place where they could get a board? Because obviously someone flying in, is not going to be able to, you know, bring their board along.
2: Oh, of course there's, Plenty of rental spots all up and down the coast. It's just okay. a matter of
0: a quick Google map search. Okay, nice. Nate, I think you had something yeah. that you wanted to say. I'm,
3: I'm sorry to, to, to beat a dead horse here, but speaking of people who might be flying in, they also may or may not have a car. You know, you can't really bring a surfboard or an Uber, mm-hmm. but conveniently in downtown Los Angeles, you can take the Expo line from Seventh uh, 7th Street Metro Center Station. Uh, a one-seat ride that takes you straight to Santa Monica Pier. Okay, uh,
0: bring back no, the Metro. No, I'm
3: telling you, no transfer, department of transportation, and, to hire this uh, man. So I just from downtown L.A. to Santa Monica, one seat. If they start charging fares again, it's only a dollar seventy-five each way. Much right. cheaper than an Uber from downtown L.A. to Santa Monica.
0: Yes, no, of course. I, you're not going to be able to beat the public transpa- transportation. And everything. Love it. Okay, so we got we got some different art museums, we got skateboarding, surfing. I mean, this all sounds like what you would picture Los Angeles. Uh, what about you, Adrian? What do you like to do?
4: So I'm an Angelino, born and raised. Okay. So I've just kind of been all over the place in all different areas of the city. Um, so it's honestly a lot of what the rest of the guys have already said. I've always gone to the like, our local museums in the area just to go and check them out and explore them. Um, I know that for me personally, I love the California Science Center and the Natural History Museum. Those are like really great spots for people just to go and and walk around and take everything in. Um, And even though, you know, we're UCLA, we should hate USC, uh, it is right across the street. um, And Mm -hmm. it is a beautiful campus for people just to go and explore and check out. and to be completely honest, like myself, I'm a huge lover of driving, uh-huh. um, or at least just going out through the streets, through the freeways, and like mm-hmm. just trying to find those little spots of places you want to go, those little hole in the walls that aren't really as acknowledged or recognized mm-hmm. as much as they should be. Um, so that's really a lot of my experience when it comes to LA, just finding someone who has a car, um, just shoving people into an Uber and driving around all together. Um, I love so, it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And and I think that also kind of brings into my next question is, you know, for me, I'm a big foodie. I love trying, you know, going out to LA, I went and had just the food truck tacos, right? Just going around where it's like 10 o'clock at night, some random gas station, and you have like true, you know, street tacos. I want to know for you guys, like, what is that one place that if, if some, like some, like your parents came to LA, like you would want to take them there? It was like, this is quintessential Los Angeles. Where, what is that place? We'll start with
5: um, Aiden. Hmm. I, I have to say, I feel like Grand Central Market in downtown, uh, it's a bit touristy and I'm not sure if they've restricted access due to rising uh, COVID cases. Mm-hmm. But it just has a plethora of choices. When I first went there, like you just spend 20 minutes deciding what type of cuisine you want. Mm-hmm. There's almost too many choices. Mm-hmm. Uh there's something for everyone, like no matter your dietary restrictions, if you're feeling frugal, if you want to blow a hundred dollars, you know. Uh yeah. and it's it'll be right in downtown. It's gorgeous. This the neighborhood it's in,
7: mm-hmm.
5: like, almost reminds me of New York or San Francisco with the architectural style and this like narrow streets. It's not something like that. I, when I think of LA it doesn't come to mind, but uh-huh. yeah, it just has a ever every has something for everyone. So I definitely recommend it.
2: I love it. What about Noah? So for me, this might be a little bit of a shameless plug, but Um, I am half Salvadoran, and if you've ever heard of pupusas and have had the opportunity to try them, you know how amazing and delicious they are. And my grandparents actually own a restaurant um, in Inglewood, and -hmm. I would highly, highly recommend it. The recipe has been passed down from generation to generation. My grandma knows it. Uh, My mom knows the recipe and has that seal of approval. I have yet to... um, get down the recipe myself but i definitely will be continuing that tradition
5: wait noah i was in your rush class and this is the first time i hear about it (laughs) (laughs) kind of feeling betrayed (laughs) well now you know we gotta go
3: yeah inglewood is also conveniently located near the airport for those of you flying in
2: oh yes definitely so probably like a 10 15 minute drive so maybe that's a maybe that's a
0: sunday a sunday lunch for any of those guys flying out that would be a perfect spot Oh, most definitely. Okay. Awesome. What about Adrian?
4: Um, So this is like the area where I always get most excited to talk about with people. Um, Give us your top three. I want your top three choices then. Top top three? Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Um, So one of them is definitely, it's called Rick's Drive-In. It's going to be in Elysian Valley, which is right on the other side um, of what it's so where um Dodger Stadium is that's the kind of like mountain that separates um downtown LA and Alicia Valley, Glendale, and all of those areas. Um, there is a burger place called Rick's Drive In, it's mm-hmm. like my go to place here in the city. I, t- I go and I try to take friends all the time, you just can't go wrong there. Um, let me see, like, what else? I recently went to pre COVID it was this uh, Thai noodle place in Santa Monica. I went with some of my floor mates and it was just really great. It's a very low key like hole okay. in the wall type of place, um, okay. but it's the only Thai place that we were able to find and it's on fourth street in Santa Monica. Yeah. I'm gonna try and like Google the name right now so I can find it. Yeah. Um, and then another great one, which people uh, go to all the time here, is Pasta Sisters, um, and there are a couple locations like spread throughout the city. I know there's one uh, mm-hmm. near the Pico Union District. There's one up closer to Hollywood, um, and I believe there's one closer here to like the West Side also. Okay. Um, but it's just a, it's a couple locations, but it's very small, family owned, but it's really high quality pasta um, and dishes uh-huh. of those natures. Um, so it's just really great to like go and explore. But as, you know, Aiden and Noah have already said, the great thing about a city like LA is that if you just do a quick Google search, if you just do like a quick Yelp, you'll find so many things that are like available for you to go and check out. Um, And then for the brothers who will be flying in from LAX, Mm -hmm. hands down one of my favorite spots to go to here in the city is the airplane park that's just right next to um, Mm -hmm. the airport. Mm -hmm. Um, You just go and there's an in and out right there. My favorite thing to do is just go buy a milkshake and fries and okay. just sit there and you can watch the planes directly land or take off because it's right next to one of the runways. The only thing that separates it um, is a side street that takes you down to Dockweiler. Okay. Um, I knew there was going
0: right right to be an in-and-out plug at some point. I just didn't know <laughs> to bring of it up. Of course. Yeah, like, huh? uh, so oh, I guess but, I'll,
3: uh, I'll round it out yeah, yeah. If, uh, if Adrian's done um i'm also going to do multiple just because you can't you can't ask me to only name one um and i'll I'll keep it limited to the downtown la area because there's certainly more than even just three that i would recommend um the first one aiden stole from me grand central market so i'll just add on to it to the fact that if you plan on visiting the broad and or mocha um the those museums are both separated by grand central market by a slight hill which, if you want something really fun and unique, um, there's a the world's shortest railway. It's about 300 feet and it costs a dollar to ride. Okay. It's called Angels Flight, and it was built in 1908, and might have been 03. Don't quote me on that. Uh, the point is, it's really old. Except um, it's it's been redone and re, and re, remodeled and whatnot. It's even 80 yeah, compliant now. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's a very fun thing to do if you're going to Grand Central Market. Uh, the so the other re- recommendations I would have is my, my absolute favorite restaurant in the entire city, regardless of, of area, happens to be in Chinatown. It's called Highland Rays. At the moment, though, due, due to COVID, um, they're doing Postmates only because to give you an idea of how popular this place is, pre-COVID, uh, the lines would routinely stretch for over an hour and 45 minutes to three hours. The longest line that I personally ever waited in was about two and a half hours. The shortest line that I've personally ever waited in was about forty-five minutes, and I would go about twice a month. Uh, Holy
0: cow! That's a—I mean—that's a lot of time to dedicate to this restaurant. So it's—it's it's it's that, that good. good. Okay.
3: It, it, so so hot chicken is sort of sweeping the nation
4: mm-hmm. as
3: a trend, including Los Angeles in particular. Uh, and I was actually just recently went to Nashville with some of, uh, with some of the brothers, and we we had we've had the original, we've had all the ones in LA, we've mm-hmm. had Helen and Ray's, and and without a doubt, Helen Ray's is the best, hands down like it's not even a a comparison so I guess the the beauty of it is is that because it's Postmates only you guys don't have to wait in line anymore so if you're you're, you know a little hungry you know uh, unfortunately it's not late at night but you can have it delivered straight to the hotel and they only deliver it within a two mile radius because when they tried to do Postmates pre-COVID they partnered with Post Malone to do so and they were getting over a hundred orders per minute and they broke the entire Postmates out for the city of Los Angeles so they've had to limit orders to only a two mile radius in order mm. to curb demand. And even then they'll still have their shop be so busy that they can't take orders. Um, so that would be my my like absolute recommendation if you're only eating one thing in the city of LA, it has to be a Hall and Ray sandwich. Um, right. You heard it here the, first. The other recommendation I would have would be the, uh, the Pantry Cafe, which is down the street from Staples Center. Um, okay. Prior to COVID, it was known for never closing its doors. Uh, The only time prior to COVID that it closed its doors in recent memory is during the 1994 earthquake, where they closed it for six hours to check for structural damage and then opened Mm -hmm. it again. They Mm -hmm. very famously do not even have a lock. Um, Now, due to COVID, they've had to have some reduced hours, but it's a sort of iconic L.A. uh, institution, very, very popular after events and games at the Staples Center. Okay. Um, and then the last thing I recommend—it's a little bit outside of downtown, but it's conveniently only about two stops on the red or the purple line—in uh, <laughs> MacArthur Park. Yep. Uh, which is also a very nice park. Uh, Langer's Delicatessen. Uh, you know, the once I'm, I'm all about dispelling rumors about LA, and a, a very and most of the rumors about LA come from New York, and New Yorkers love to claim that there's no good Jewish delis outside of New York, and they're wrong. If you go to Langer's and you look me in the eyes and tell me that that's not the best pastrami sandwich you've ever had in your life, you're a liar. Uh, okay. Langer's Deli is the best pastrami sandwich in America. All I mean, right, That's just a fact. So Can
5: you it, vouch for their bagels? Langer's? No. Nah, the the or... bagels?
3: Okay, I'll give the New Yorkers the bagels.
5: Okay. I'll give them that.
3: I'll let them have that.
0: But yeah, because that's one lunch, of my top tier
3: yeah if okay. you do want Pretty good much. bagels brooklyn bagels on um, beverly is very good though not quite as good as the ones in new york
0: though okay guys these are great suggestions i think one you know there's only so much time the free time that guys have when it comes but i mean just thinking about all the places i'm disappointed we're only in la for three days i need to apparently extend my trip out because when i was out there for a month and i didn't even get to try any of these places so i'm really disappointed um i know we're we're kind of we're running on time and everything and so i want to make sure that we kind of cut off but i appreciate you guys hopping on and talking to me for a little bit i'm excited that you know people are going to have the opportunity to hopefully try out some of these places because la from just talking to you guys for you know the last 40 minutes has just so many opportunities for all kinds of different people to to really experience what they want, right? Whether it's, whether you like skateboarding, to surfing, to museums, to food, it kind of has a little bit of everything. And so I just wanna thank you guys again. And I know that we will be doing, I think you guys are actually gonna be hosting a tour of your house while you're out there. That's probably something you guys might not even know of at the recording of this interview, but it is something that will probably be announced here soon. And so I know a lot of the guys are probably going to be coming through and seeing you guys. So they're going to be able to like, hey, I heard your podcast. Or I heard your episode. And thank you for that suggestion. You know, the the Thai place that I tried was great. So um, anyways, I'll kind of cut off the, you know, that outro and stuff. But just wanted to say thank you guys again for hopping on and spending some time with me. And we'll see you guys in L.A. in a couple months. Thank you for having me. Thank you, thanks guys for joining me today. Just so everyone listening, we have Thor Rodriguez, our executive director, and Diane Larson, the, uh, the mom of headquarters, the <laughs> woman who plans all of our conventions and everything on to kind of talk through the details of convention. We have a lot of stuff coming, coming here, and so I wanted to get the two experts in the room to kind of inform everyone with what's going on. Thank you guys for joining me yeah. today. Excited yeah, excited to be here and talk about it. So why don't we start with, I think, just for those of you for those of the people who have never been to convention i'd love to know just what what are some of the basics what are what should they expect
7: overall well i'll hop in first and then if diane wants to throw in some things afterwards i just think from a personal standpoint like the coming to convention is like such a pinnacle of the delta sigma phi experience right so if i think back about my experience within delta sig um, there's so many different stories we all have those things that we can talk about all the time But without a doubt, time and time again, like Mm -hmm. convention is like one of those things. It's just a powerful way that opens your eyes into the bigger part of what the fraternity is. And so not to like sound cliche, but like when you go to it, you meet all these other brothers from across the country. There's all this energy and excitement from the banquets to the luncheons. You just can feel this energy in the room Mm -hmm. um, that you may not always get at the chapter level. And so when I think about like why even go, It really just opens so many new doors and horizons within the Delta Sig experience that you may not get if you're only focused on the chapter level. So, there's a lot more to add to that, but like at its core, we've been doing this since 1899, right? Like, this is a long time. time. (laughs) This has been happening where brothers have been coming together to join in fraternal brotherhood and community, but also to move us forward, right? That's such a big part of convention which is the business and the work that we have to do, yeah. but also the brotherhood. And so if you look back of all of our documented history and the cool pictures, and mm-hmm. it's such an amazing part of it. And I just think it really is just one of the most powerful, if not the most powerful experience that we can offer as an organization that everybody has to do at least once in their lifetime yeah. as, as a member of Delta SIG.
0: No, I agree. That's from talking with Jackson earlier and everything. That's the same. He yeah. echoed the same kind of thing. Now, Diane, this is your third convention that you have sure. planned, correct? With, Del- with Delta SIG, way. at least, right. with Delta SIG. So what about you? What are, What Well, are your most-
6: I, I completely agree with Phil, but... I think that this is an opportunity to really get to see the big picture of mm-hmm. Delta Sigma Phi. You know, your chapter level, you, you see all that, but this is the opportunity to meet the board, see other alumni, just interact with people from across the country, um, meeting new friends. There's just nothing like it. I mean, it is just, it. It you leave regenerated and so excited about the organization, no For matter sure. what your... Um, involvement at the chapter level now. I mean you're you're gonna go back and you're just gonna be so pumped up and ready to really do a lot new things that maybe you didn't even think existed for you. Mm -hmm. So um, but we have just so many fun things planned and you know it's just it's a great opportunity to be there. And I love it. I mean I did five or six six conventions for Alpha Chi Omega and now this is my third one for Delta Sick and I just it it fills me up. I I love it.
7: I just say i love the the word regenerate it and it fills me up like mm-hmm. those are perfect phrases for what convention is and i think
0: especially this convention yeah uh, yeah, yeah exactly you're right everything. like
7: now more than ever i mean look this has been a long 18 <laughs> months and i know we're still facing challenges that we're working mm-hmm. through that all of us are across the country but you know i, I think more than ever this convention's one for the books because we need it and yeah. you know it does fill you up it fills up your soul and so um i think i might have shared this story out in other places but when I was alumni board president at Illinois State, it was like 2011, and our house burnt down. And mm-hmm. so I had a newborn at home, and I got a call from our chapter president. His name was Mike Dwyer. He was awesome. I love this kid. And he was calling me at 1 a.m., and he's like, Phil, the chapter house burnt down. And I was like, this can't be true. Yes. It's 1 a.m., <laughs> yeah. and i got a newborn. Mike, yep. you can't You can't call you do this, man. Right I'm not doing this. Yeah and uh, he's like no it's real and of course Mm -hmm. this whole thing happens and you know the the brother came together and everyone was safe and we raised funds to get the house back but I gotta tell you it drained me it drained the volunteers it drained the alumni we were all exhausted and we had a hard road after that it took a lot of time and my Delta Sig cup was getting small yeah and I was just really like, man, I'm really draining. I'm losing some Delta SIG energy. And that was when um, we were out in the Biltmore yeah. and, and Phoenix. Sure. Mm-hmm. And I was just kind of at a spot where I was like, gosh, I just, I'm a little tired of Delta SIG right now, which is crazy to say no. but like that's. that's <laughs> now it's. Now Yeah, and so like, but I was. And yeah. then I remember flying out there, landing, I was with the chapter <laughs> builder of mine, his name's Jeff Fink. And we landed out there, we went together and uh, Kevin Parks, who mm-hmm. used to work on the staff picked me up, and Kevin's like ear to ear smile, full of energy, no. like jazz, nothing like it, and uh, and that was it. And like it yeah. took ten seconds of being in the car with him, pulling into the conference hotel, just Delta SIGs everywhere, and literally by the end of it, like it's as if all that never happened. Yeah. yeah, like my whole like soul was.
6: Revitalized with this new energy and filled you up, and (laughs) so Mm -hmm.
7: that's the exact phrase of what this is. It just it fills you up with a new appreciation, and not just like in the sense of the fraternity, just to go out in life and like do it. like you just you just get jazzed about it. I think
6: sharing stories from what's happened this past year, because like you say, we need this convention probably more than any convention we've ever. You know, just being able to be together again is just. I mean, I went out. Phil and I went out to visit the hotel, and it just was uplifting to see all that and what we're gonna, the potential out there. Yeah, and what we can I'd do. love to
0: hear a little bit about the, the hotel and the venue. I know, okay. just from talking to you guys around the office, all I hear is how great this hotel <laughs> is. And yep. so, t- tell me about it. What, okay. are, what, are, what should people expect?
6: Well, it is a giant property. It's okay. a, you know over a thousand rooms, so it's a big hotel. Oh, yeah. And um, we, walked into the space and Phil had never been I had been there for a site visit previous but I was really excited to have Nathan and Phil see the property but you know keeping in mind with COVID and people being a little um anxious about going out there Mm -hmm. the venue is perfect for a COVID year um we've got a lot of activities planned outside and um You know it'll be safe and great for us to be out there. I mean, it's beautiful. the The outside space we're going to use as much as we possibly can use, and then all of the actual meeting space is all right together and close, so you're not walking all over a Mm -hmm. you know giant hotel, especially compared to like Kansas City where we had the two towers. No, no, it's all right there.
0: It's
7: all centralized, and like Diane said, like it considering the unique situation that we're in like you couldn't have a better venue and like the outdoor pavilion is this gorgeous pavilion Uh, with uh, a pool this massive concrete patio grass patio restaurants outdoor venues um overlooking you know la so you get to kind of see this whole space Mm -hmm. so of course we're going to utilize that throughout the whole thing with a lot of activities and um, events and, and creates that and it's gonna be LA in October, perfect weather. Yeah. And it's like man. Beautiful. It's, it's honestly hard. it's perfect. And as you think mm-hmm. about the site, look at the way it's set up as well. Of course we want to encourage people to always be safe and, and look at yep. other experiences and we can talk about that, what is off site and things yep. that are available. But if you wanted <clears throat> Everything's there. I mean, there's yeah. multiple restaurants yeah. that it's, it's like multiple restaurants. Oh, and there's bars multiple restaurants oh, yeah. inside, inside in the hotel. hotel. Oh, okay. And then there's shopping in there, and then yeah. you have wow. got this venue and this yeah. amazing pool and just this ambiance. And um, it's just it's when you think about what we're in. Yeah. Honestly, we couldn't ask for anything more. It's a great layout and a great setup for us and our organization. And we're going to take full advantage of the outdoor patio, mm-hmm. where you can expect to spend a lot of time. And um, I think everyone's just going to love it. It's just going to be For sure. really nice. It's
6: like a little city. Yeah, it, you yeah, know, it's got, got everything. everything. Yeah. It, include you never have to walk out the door. There's okay. nothing you would need to walk out the door. Yeah. But if you have to walk out the door, you know, there's, I'm a big it's target. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, you have, it's, target. A, it's a big city. Everything's right there. But it was it's safe, and there's yeah. things located really close okay. and. Um great restaurants, you know, got the Jimmy Johns, got the Target, mm-hmm. got the Chick-fil-A's, yeah. you know, all oh, the perfect. things that you That's want, That's all you need, yeah. right there. Target and <laughs> Chick-fil-A,
0: <laughs> you're set. Like I can but, eat Chick-fil-A every single day. But trust me,
6: if you know me, I'll feed you well so you won't yeah. even have to go to Chick-fil-A. So <laughs> yes. um I think we're we're really set, like Phil said, this venue couldn't be more perfect for this year.
0: Yes perfect and i know we've kind of mentioned covid and everything a few times obviously that's going to be in a lot of people's minds as they're as they're thinking about their planning yeah. what are what are options for people i know we'll probably have some safety protocols that we'll have to do but also are there other options for people to attend that might be a little bit more nervous
7: yeah of course yeah so we know okay. that going into this year there's a lot of moving pieces on this and we've been mindful of that Um, As the membership knows, we've been talking about this transparently for the past year. We were regular surveying members about, should we do it in July or not? And that's why we ultimately chose to move it from July to October, because first and foremost, of course we want to have our brotherhood together, but we wanted to make sure the health and safety was a top priority. And so we felt comfortable based on what the membership was telling us as well to move it to October. You know, at this point we're following all the public health guidelines that are happening in LA County. We're going to continue to enforce those and work with the the hotel. Mm We've been in regular communication with the hotel who's moving full speed ahead with all of their conferences for the fall. Yeah. So no one's pulling back. Everyone is moving forward. And they have really gotten to a rhythm as well on managing these. And so it's okay. been a great partnership with them where we feel mm-hmm. confident um, on how to address any issues that might come up, what that looks like, and so forth. Yep. But. Um, we feel really good about that. And for those individuals, we recognize there's a lot of moving pieces on this that if they don't feel um, safe or wanting to travel at that time, they've got the opportunity to still come via hybrid. So if you go online okay. and register now, mm-hmm. yep. you can sign up. You can uh, sign up for the hybrid setting where you'll be able to come to all the ICAs. You'll be able to come to the luncheons digitally yeah. and participate in that. Yeah, because I know there's – I mean, I'm the looking virtual. at the schedule, and there's
0: a ton of stuff, and we'll kind of talk about that. But yeah. they're able to attend can all can attend of this They can attend all stuff. those things. Okay. They're going to get
7: the awesome swag box that all right. mama diane's done for us <laughs> yes. that will be shipped out and so really we want to you know ultimately the goal at every convention is to welcome as many people there as possible and yes. so i'm actually really excited about the hybrid option that for those that even in the non-covid year mm-hmm. that can't make it out to wherever the, the location is still have the opportunity to participate so i think even beyond covid we'll always provide that as an option yeah. to make sure that we are welcoming brothers from all walks of life wherever mm-hmm. they're at in their life to join and that's important to us yeah and I know just from you know being around stuff
0: there's a reduced cost if you tend the yeah. if you attend online and everything and that's a, the same that gets applied the same way for undergraduates as well because yep. they do get some discounts and everything else yep the know.
7: cost for digital is the same for undergraduate alumni oh. and that's at a discounted rate lower and you can see that price point online yeah. in the registration Across the board, we had significant discounts from Kansas City. And yes. so um, early on, we knew that this, again, that ultimate belief that we wanted people to be together. We know there's been significant economic challenges through the past year. Mm-hmm. And so for our undergraduates, the price point came down almost 40%. Yeah, And so it was, I think, almost 375 or 400 in Kansas City, and it's 275 this yep. year for those that haven't received their vouchers. And then for alumni, we lowered another $50. Mm-hmm, Does mm-hmm, that sound right? Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, we brought it down significantly. Yeah. Doing everything we can to get as many brothers there safely and mm-hmm. also be mindful of the economics. Yeah,
0: and I think all that's impressive given it's LA,
7: right? Everyone would think <laughs> yeah. the yeah, exact opposite here. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's going to be more expensive than Kansas no. City. And, and, really that, and we know there's a perception about that. Yeah. And um, you know, we really worked hard to live within our means and make sure that we are providing a good experience and yeah. uh, and do it right. So
0: Perfect. I love it. So, wh- why don't we jump into some of the events that are going on? I know right. Diane, you and I have kind of talked about that, and you're super excited for everything that's <laughs> kind of going on. Sure, yeah. So, I'd love to hear um, why don't we start with just some highlights on like Thursday, right? Everyone's going to kind of be arriving on Thursday. Yes, we'd What's like to on? see
6: you come on Thursday. Okay. And we're going to do some pre educational um, conferences and workshops on yep. Thursday afternoon. So, those start at two o'clock. So, Perfect. for those of you that get there early, um, We'll be, we'll be posting those. I know on the registration site right now it's just a block, but we're yeah. going to be posting those this week. Okay. So that's kind of Thursday at 2, and okay. that'll go until 5 o'clock. Now, um
7: yeah, we're going to I actually, mean, yeah. Actually,
6: uh, at 4 o'clock, we're going to do an initiation, yes. a full oh, initiation. Okay, Yeah, that's awesome. one of our workshops. That's yeah, our yeah. final workshop. We're going to do that for the...
7: Our brothers of UCLA, yep. our yep. Beta okay.
0: chapter. Yep. So beta Gamma is going to do, like, what, their fall or their... They're doing fall their spring, spring class. Spring class. Yeah. So they've got
6: seven, seven brothers. Members. And okay. we're
7: going to, we want to do initiation and welcome them in with everybody. And so yeah. Yeah. All, wow. all initiated brothers are welcome to join. Okay. We're going to do it at the... At the uh, convention site yep. and so they're pretty excited. In yeah. general, a big shout out to Beta Gamma; they're very excited about everything. Oh yeah, They're very excited, and so which is awesome. And uh, but yeah, we're going to do an initiation part of our pre-con. It's important to talk yep. about a ritual. Mm-hmm. Think about it. Last year, there was a lot of people that didn't even get the yeah. you know like that. did yeah. Mm-hmm. So we want to. Just remind people about ritual and what that looks yep. like. And so we're excited to, to welcome that class and um, yeah. what that looks like. Will this like.
0: be one of the first initiations that are held? I imagine it's not the only one. We've done it before, yeah, but yeah. it's been a it's, it's been a, okay. long it's been okay. a long time. A I, long. Long. I haven't
6: so, done yeah, it. Yeah. Obviously,
0: I don't know. I've only joined yeah. since 2014, but <laughs> yeah, I imagine yeah. we have to ask. Maybe yeah. that's a warring question. Yeah, to right. that's <laughs> exactly right. yeah, yeah,
7: yeah. Totally.
6: <laughs> so after those uh, pre-con workshops, then we'll go right into, at 6 o'clock, our welcome reception, okay. which is that that's a real highlight. That's a casual, fun event. Come dress casually. Some you will be just getting off the plane, so mm-hmm. come straight to the um, welcome reception, and okay. everybody will be there. And we serve heavy hors d'oeuvres; you'll you'll get enough to eat. So. Yeah, you'll get enough to eat right yeah. there. Like, <laughs> like
1: you said, you're yeah, going to feed what, us. It's I fine. will,
6: I will, and that's just a that's just a welcoming, truly welcoming okay. event that everybody just kind of starts. That's what the energy the starts. Kind of yeah. energy. You know, yeah. The energy you can
7: always feel. at Kick off reception. the yeah, and oh, then remember, after
6: remember that, that we'll um, go into for members only the pilgrim degree. Woohoo! Mm. <laughs> yeah, let's talk
0: about maybe mention the pilgrim degree. Obviously for those undergrads yeah. that might be attending that have no never, idea what the fezes or any of the extra stuff. Yeah. I'll, let, I'll
6: let Phil take <laughs> that, <right>. that over.
7: <laughs> yeah, the Pilgrim Degree obviously is a part of that journey. When I talk about the convention being a pinnacle, it's yeah. been around, again, probably a good Lauren question, but I think it's been around since the 50s. Okay. And so this is a part of that pilgr- pilgrimage with Delta Sigma Phi. And so it's really, um, it's not another ritual, right? Yeah. It's not another part of ritual. Yep. But it's just a continued part of the journey and it uh, and, and helps you kind of deepen your understanding around our ritual and what that looks like. Mm-hmm. And so uh, if you haven't done it yet and you wonder, like, what is this fez? Why are people wearing this thing? <laughs> like, this you is your pilgrim chance. So, Cannot tell you enough. I want. I just think it's important to experience all of it. If you mm-hmm. haven't done it, you got to sign up for the Pilgrim Degree. Yeah. Go through it with all of your brothers. There's a lot of uh, pilgrims that are there that are yep. all actively engaged. Yep. And it's just a fun process to... to Kind of close out that night after a good welcome reception, and uh it's just a fun way to wrap it up. Oh,
0: I gotcha. Yeah, I think it's almost kind of like you know, quote unquote, mandatory. If you go to convention, you almost you have, to have, it to have it. If you don't, you're not doing <laughs> it right. Exactly and, like, right. Like, like that's just kind of that yeah Yeah. Yeah. But and,
6: you want that Fez. That Fez oh, yeah. is really that's, that's
0: cool. That's what it's <laughs> for. Yeah, you know, you have to display it in your house. Yeah. Just let people know yeah. where to chapters, and everyone's going to be asking you when Always. you go back to your chapter house. That's right. So it does
7: blow me away when we go to convention and the amount of like alumni yeah. that come in with their Fez. With I've oh, yeah. yeah. for so long. I don't want like, bring mine. Yeah, I, I, like I have it to. It gets me jazzed. Like yeah. it's like it. It, it really is. Um, it's a part of it. I mean, it's just <laughs> yeah. instilled in people with the Fez. So okay. Up.
0: Yeah, so people should arrive if they want to go to the pre cons Pre-con and everything two, two. but then two. six o'clock, their flight is can come a kickoff. Six o'clock is a kickoff. Yep. Now, is there, how are people going to get to and from the airport? Like, what is, what's okay. going to happen? Like, are we just going to be doing Ubers and yeah. spending
6: $100? Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, Uber isn't $100. It was a little bit less, but okay. uh, you'll see the LA airport is, LAX is majorly under construction, yes. so it's kind of a mess. But, I flew in there a couple of weeks ago and I was by myself it really was easy to do there's a LA exit um, little area that you take a a bus to and you can pick up uber lyft taxi all of that there but we've also arranged some um, buses that will be leaving LAX Airport at three different times and I don't have those right in front of me I think it was like 10 1 and three okay. on Thursday and that is free to any attendee okay. if that works around your schedule for yep. your flights and that'll take you straight to the Western Bonaventure okay and, and those are also
7: going to run on Sunday and yes so same kind of thing we'll same guess.
6: thing on Sunday I think it's um, 7 a.m 10 a.m and again 1 p.m okay. on sunday so if that works around your schedule otherwise uber lift yep. um if you're really adventuresome the metro you can take you know all of that stuff. Oh, yeah. but I, those are kind of the the ones that we recommend okay. but no why. i
0: think that's awesome i think having and i imagine the times and stuff will be announced yes. at a later date once those all are kind sides, of solidified yes yeah. 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 so yeah. we're
6: putting that information on the site i don't have they're trying to decide where to locate the, the buses that you'll pick them yeah. up. You, you won't be able to go to this LA exit area, but um, they're going to be okay. picking you up outside of baggage. No, that makes somewhere. sense, which yeah. I think is
0: awesome to yeah. just be able to get people. And yeah. if you talk to the UCLA guys, all they did was talk about the metro yeah. and how it's free right now. So yeah. apparently like that's a good way to get around town, yes. even just to like yeah. go to different food spots because we only have like a few what, right. free hours and everything throughout yeah. the day. Um, but
6: all wow. that information is on the website as okay. well for yeah, the metro to too. So, That's But perfect. Lyft and Uber, yeah, it's going to cost you a good $50, $60. Yeah, do, yeah. 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 so kind of uh-huh. do that. So it's definitely
0: yeah, at least, at the very least, try to meet up with other people and yeah. just all kind of go yeah. together.
6: Yeah, kind of okay. ride share and get over there. So.
0: Nice. Well, let's keep let's keep okay. on going Friday. Friday. So there's a lot. Friday's kind of the big day. Yes. So like, what else is going on? And you
6: know, we didn't address this, but we have condensed the schedule, the yes. convention schedule, quite a bit this time. So we are packed, but it's a good pack. Yeah. We're going to get it all done, and then we're going to squeeze in a lot of fun in between there I too. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> so Friday morning, you're going to get up, and we'll be serving a grab and go breakfast, and then you're going to be um, able to go to Michelle's closet. So do you want mm. me to kind of yeah, talk let's about, talk about um, what's Michelle's closet? Michelle's closet. We're going to be setting that up Michelle Edmonds um, is the wife of uh, one of our past board members Chris Edmonds and she has put together this. Basically, it's like a store. It's yeah. it's amazing. She's merchandised it with her mom. Um, we get donated items throughout the year, but okay. there's everything from suits, shirts, ties, belts, yeah. shoes, everything. And you go in there and she can let you try it on. She sets up a little dressing room. So if you don't have that suit for the ICA General mm-hmm. Sessions, just come and you can get a free item and it's all free. It's all just yeah. donated to us so you can just take it out. And I know Andrew's taking taken advantage of oh. quite a few times yeah time, i mean so i great. i've
0: gone through the boxes now at this point. there's a lot there's a lot of stuff <laughs> yeah, jason gonna is. highlight jason de here he's donated yes. like five okay. boxes I know, or it's wonderful.
6: Yeah. so that'll be set up on thursday okay. but friday if you need a suit um to go to the first ica which is on that friday morning at nine o'clock nine yep. o'clock um if you don't have a suit go over to michelle's closet and you get mm-hmm. a free suit and perfect uh, michelle will Michelle will fix you up. <laughs>
3: yeah, she'll she'll make sure yeah, you're looking really good, knows. ready she to go. Will. Her and Bobby will. will take care of you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Every, time. Every time. Every time. They are
7: amazing.
6: So ICA, which is in Convention assembled um, so that's where the the business takes place. We'll have roll call and Mm -hmm. uh, all sorts of things. And then at 11 o'clock, and that is a closed session to members only. Um, And then at 11 o'clock, we've got our keynote speaker, which is Captain Charlie Plum. Mm -hmm. So he'll be speaking at 11 o'clock and we will open that up to all guests. So myself and like the spouses and guests that aren't aren't members of Delta Sigma Phi can come in and hear Charlie. So that's great, yeah. Um and during that time when the men are in ICA, we also have several spouse guest events. Mm-hmm. The women will be doing silk painting okay. on, on an item. So that again is on the website and yes. they have to sign that sign yes. up and register for that. And, they, and
0: I know one of the other things they're doing a Hollywood bus tour. Yep, that's coming that. up. Yep, yeah, that's, that's coming might be up. On Saturday to, or yep,
6: yep. Um, yeah, I'll go through that. And okay. then actually, on, it's on Friday oh, it's as well. Oh, it's on Friday. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. We had to switch that around. So um, another thing that um, the Edmonds family also sponsors is part of our professional development center. Mm-hmm. Um, we will have a photographer there that will provide headshots. Mm. So for you young alumni that are coming or undergraduates that need maybe a headshot for potential job placement, yep. um, we'd be taking free headshots. And they were really, it was well attended. Last year, we mm-hmm. you know, but this year they've got a, a new piece of equipment and it's kind of do it yourself. Okay. So you take these headshots and you get to see them yeah. right there live on the spot. So it's it's a great opportunity okay. to take part in that. I love so, it. And then we're doing a couple of new lunches this year. So the first luncheon on Friday will be our undergraduate celebration luncheon. I'm super excited about yeah, this one. Yeah, this is yes. gonna be great. This is just we're celebrating you guys. I mean, this is what. Delta SIG is all about our undergraduate experience so yes. we've got a luncheon it's gonna be fun not a sit-down stuffy lunch but we'll have food stations okay. and just lots of fun at yeah. that luncheon on Friday yeah
0: but and I see on Saturday too there's a volunteer luncheon why maybe Phil can mention like why these luncheons what yeah. what was the purpose Something of different. Them kind of just yeah
7: it. you know I think one of the things that we have really try to do the past couple conventions is make sure we're listening to our members afterwards so we yeah. also out a survey after the fact and, um, you know, we do a debrief as a team. So for folks that are listening, you know, um, after every convention, you know, the team gets a, a two or three days off yep. to take a breather uh, <laughs> and then we come back and then Diane really within seven days has an after action meeting where we sit down and essentially do a pretty deep dive and a SWOT analysis of like what worked well what didn't work we take the survey data that comes back from the membership and one of the things that we just kept thinking about and we would hear is like hey we have so much fun you know and the foundation does these different elements but can we start thinking about some other new ideas that are just different and so um, you kind of wrote in our after action notes after Kansas City, how can we recognize our undergraduates in a new way mm-hmm. and how do we recognize our volunteers? And so going into this one, um, we knew that we were going to kind of say, hey, you know what, we're going to move that foundation luncheon, still celebrate all the success that the foundation is doing, yep. still raise dollars that are going back for the generosity of scholarships and other elements. But let's add some new lunches that are fun and recognize these critical parts of our organization. Mm-hmm. And so, we just decided to make the shift this year. It's the first time we've ever had uh, luncheons like this. Yeah. And so, the undergraduate one, like the intent again, it's you know our undergraduates, particularly this past year, have just knocked it out of the park and they've had to survive so much. And we want to recognize them and have fun. And so, we recognize sometimes at convention luncheons it's a little formal We're like yep. hey we want to we want to have a little bit more casual and fun and like really celebrate in a way so it's gonna be hosted by undergraduate okay. leaders not by me not by Diane not by you right and Wait, so, we don't get to listen to you speak no so, mic for
6: Phil that's yeah. right and so
7: it's very much driven on that and same with the volunteers we really yeah. want to recognize our volunteers it's such a critical part of our organization and so um, we are excited to try these new kind of luncheons and and put them out there and um, and celebrate, you know, these two really critical parts of our organization. Yeah. yeah, no,
0: I think that's I think that's incredible. Like just the the change in that is just being able to those two probably some of the most important, right? Yes. Yeah. So the yeah. undergraduates make up a lot of, yep. I mean a lot of just the active members with the yeah. organization and volunteers. You can't, we can't do our jobs without, without them. So we need to. And we'll have
7: some fun things. We were talking about They it.
6: tie us all together. Uh,
7: they're, they're yes. gonna be, there's gonna be some <laughs> things there. Some so surprises. There's like, gonna and be
0: some things. That's okay. what I'm gonna say. So <laughs> Real so fun things. It's, thing. it's yes. gonna be fun. It's just kind of tease it a little yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah it's, it's gonna be good. And, okay.
6: Now the spouse guests won't be attending that luncheon because we are, again, we're trying to- The the undergraduate luncheon. The first, the undergraduate luncheon, but Um, they're not going to be attending that one because they're going on an open bus um, Hollywood tour, yes. which I did when I was out there a couple of weeks ago. Oh my gosh! you yeah, so see anyone
0: famous? or see, anything Well, <laughs> I got
6: to see Adam Levine's house um, and Katy cool. Perry, and you know the walk, of, you know with the stars, yep. and uh, it's just fun. It's and I think they're gonna love it. So are just gonna,
0: like classic yeah. LA. Yeah, people, you right? gotta you do have, it. You have yeah. to do no, it. Gotta
6: do it when you're out there. You yeah. see the Hollywood. We saw the Hollywood sign. We got out of the bus so at one point. We saw we could see Disney Disneyland, and it yep. was it was just, it was just uh, fun. They literally took really you all over. So they're gonna they're gonna be yeah. It was no. a really good ride it's a two-hour ride so they'll be on the bus with a with a box lunch i'm going to feed them so okay. <laughs> so that's kind of um the undergraduate lunch then we're going to go into um free time so yes. after your luncheon we're going to be doing uh free time and again up to you whatever you want to do in la but we are adding a huge new yeah. fun thing Yes,
0: yeah our ucla
7: chapter um is has one of the oldest houses in delta sig and so i think they've had that house since was it like 1913 yeah, or something? Yeah, uh, 13, it's, I don't think it's 1913, but it might be it's, early 1920s. Okay. And it is a beautiful home. And mm-hmm. one of the oldest houses on that street are, um, and I just had the, the, the pleasure to go visit the chapter yep. and see the house. And it's awesome. And so they are very excited about us all coming into town. And um, they want to host an open house for everybody. Mm-hmm. And so they want to welcome as many brothers as possible after that, during that open free time period. And so, again, like the buses that we had for the airport, we're going to have buses available. Yep. For people to go.
6: For the first 50 people. Oh, for the first people.
7: 50, 50 people. First 50 people. Uh, yeah, okay. we'll get it because we'll have one bus. And after that, we can identify. If there's a, a bigger desire to go. We'll, we'll yep. walk through that. Okay. But, um, you know, it's a it's a it's LA traffic, so it's very close, but it's yeah. going to take a little it's bit. Gonna, yeah. <laughs> it's so so, But we'll have a bus to everybody get over there. And they're going to have a whole bunch of stuff ready for people to go okay. see their house, which is an awesome house. Uh, it's a great chapter with a lot of energy that are excited to walk you through and it'll come back later that night for the foundation event in the evening okay. so uh we're excited to, to highlight the chapter how yeah so i know Preston's really excited yeah. and everything Preston's super excited yeah. James Snyder he's yep. super excited the chapter uh, president i think outgoing but um Really, really jazzed about what that looks like. So, we're excited. It's always great oh. to show. Off. We've got such great local chapters in California. Yes, from, so many. You know, with Loyola and Paramount being right there, and San Bernardino, and Woodbury. San Jose, and yeah. yeah. Woodbury. It's just, right we've there. got a great California crew of chapters, and, um, you know, we're, we're, we're excited to show yeah. them all off. So it. those
6: are buses will leave right after lunch at about 2.30. Yeah. But we will get you back in yeah. time for our convention, um, our foundation events, which yes. there's the 1899 Society, which that is an invitation only event for those donors that mm-hmm. you can participate in that as well. Um, if you contribute to the foundation in a certain level. Yep. And then um, then we have our big auction um, that evening and that starts at 6.30. Yes. And that is fun. That is for all attendees. Yeah. Again, we'll. Feed you. Um, there's a lot of energy with that you get as to well. See Nathan White yes. and his auctioneer. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. yeah it just yeah. kind of goes and you're just like, I can't follow. <laughs> lie, it's pretty awesome. It yeah. really is. Like, it is well, you know it, a yeah. skill. Yeah, like it uh-huh.
7: is an impressive skill.
6: Today on the news in Indiana, they were showing an auctioneer school <laughs> yes. and how you can take a People class. And yeah, this and it's really cool.
7: Like, he's really oh, good. He's really really good. For the first time, I think when I just started. And they're like, hey, he's gonna do this. I was like, what? Nathan is not gonna do this. They're like, yeah. I was
2: like, not <laughs> yes, true. No. And then he
7: did it, and I was Just, like, oh my gosh, that is awesome. Like, yeah. he had the perfect voice yeah. for it.
6: he's really good. So that's he's fun, really and good. we we get donations throughout the year of yeah. all sorts of you know cool. yeah. items and homes and all sorts of things. And that this you is going to be yeah. on the
7: patio. So it's going to be outside, outside. 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 So, so we're going to the- have other activities too. So if someone doesn't want to participate in the auction, you know, there'll still be. Around everybody, we're gonna have yep. other yes. events, and so yeah. it's really it'll be a fun night. And
0: it sounds like that's gonna kind of those events will kind of just be going out throughout the night, at, even, after, yep. the even auction, after the foundation.
2: Even the foundation, shameless
0: just, plug for Brandon and I. Kind of playing this out, right? Yeah, exactly right. right. we'll have some different events, games going yes. on till yeah. about ten o'clock when it's yeah. You can have expect down.
7: the outdoor venue to it's have beautiful. a ton of stuff always happening. Yeah. So you know, we're gonna rent a ton of activities. Mm-hmm. Um, we have the hotel, the run of the hotel that weekend, mm-hmm. which. Does not always happen in the convention world, and so I mean, like I think in like New Orleans, for example, there was three conventions happening in New Orleans at the same time. Yeah, it's just us. Yeah, in L.A. Yeah, in the Bonaventure. In this huge, especially as big of a hotel as as they have, like so of course there'll be other guests in the hotel, but like we are the only ones at the hotel. So I mean. We're really excited. Again, considering the circumstances, we've got a perfect venue for
6: it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. So Andrew's going to then plan some fun undergraduate events. Yeah, those will just that. be some surprises yeah, and everything. Yeah. Good. Make sure you yeah. come. I love it. So then you're going to get up Saturday morning, tired from Friday, nice, but re-energize nice again oh, yeah. for some breakfast. And Michelle's closet will be open again. And then we do at 8:30, we do what we call the Bond Eternal mm. Ceremony, which is really a very moving touching event and that's a ceremony for everyone um so we recognize those that we've lost since the last convention that yes. have passed away Definitely a powerful yeah it's convention. a very powerful yes. the white carnations just it's awesome. it's beautiful yeah. it's a beautiful so that'll be open to everyone okay. then we close that back up and we do our final um in convention assembled our general session and again just lots of pomp and circumstance and business and things that have to be taken care Of and then um, headshots going on again and then we move into the volunteer luncheon that we just discussed, yes, we discussed so that's, that. that's good and then um, we move into what we're calling our Delta Sig talks yeah which that's new yeah right? that's yeah. that's that's new we were gonna we had it planned for the last convention it just never yeah. got fit into our schedule but it's like the you know TED talks that you're used to but we're gonna yep. have Delta Sig talks okay. so we um, if you have some ideas or things that you would like to see in those Delta SIG talks. Mm-hmm. We're still working on that that format. Yeah. So make sure that you send those ideas to Kristen Fouts. Yes, or at, to at Brit- Fouts yes. at
0: Delta SIG.org. And it's
6: Fouts is F-O-U-T-S yes. at Delta That's SIG. Too. And Brittany will be also working on those. So okay. um, this is your opportunity. If you want to get the mic and, and share some stories or things that have happened in your chapters, we want this to be undergraduate sort of focus too. So, yeah. um, you know, get the stories to Love us. It. And then after the Delta SIG talks, we'll at five o'clock, again move to that beautiful outside space and at that point everybody will be dressed up and we'll talk about attire a little bit but um we get dressed for the all convention photo and that's really fun you know you think oh i'm not going up for a picture but you want to be in that photo when you yeah, see cool. it and you're not in it later oh, yeah. oh it, darn it's, it's, it's kind of it's kind of like where's waldo yeah. you know you have to find yourself cuz you're so minuscule but it's really fun to have a, an all convention photo so sure. we'll do that all convention photo move into what we call the Justin Wine event Justin Baldwin is an amazing alumni who owns a winery, and he does this spectacular event. You have to be 21 to participate yeah. um, but he brings his fine wines um, usually four or five we do a wine tasting he does a little presentation and it's wonderful yeah. i mean it's a really good event seems
0: like there's all kinds of stuff kind of just leading it from delta sig talks so
6: we do the justin wine, wine and then we also have the pink sphinx event and that's just sort of a, a casual reception down in the lobby bar um, buy really your own drinks them. yeah and then, then we go yeah. into the awards banquet which is the highlight culmination of the whole yeah. s, the whole black weekend. tie event yeah. ready to yeah.
0: awards yes. being announced yeah. all now you don't of, have
6: to wear black tie no. but it's a it's a suit you know it's a dressy event some so. some alumni will some come al- in full tuxes, tuxes oh, and yeah, everything oh yeah yeah but, yeah. but okay. it and and we'll do the big top awards. And I didn't mention awards. Awards will be given out through the whole weekend. So yes. you want you don't want to miss anything. No, there's just it sounds awards. like there's
0: just so much stuff to Jam do. Back. Like it's I mean it's people are gonna be packed. And and then Sunday I mean you we change the schedule around to where, you know people can kind of leave. So I'm sure people will just be kind of dead. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> and, that's, and that's it
7: was intentional. Like yeah. we recognize in West Coast time for our East Coast attendees. Like. With the travel and all that, we wanted to give Sunday that flexibility. And so as we looked about the schedule, that's why it's a little bit more consolidated because we wanted to be mindful of that. And so um, it's a tight ship. There's a lot of stuff that's going on. But I also think at the end of the day, you know, we wanted it. We just wanted our our brotherhood to be together. We wanted our friends to come together. And so every time that we thought about an event that's on the schedule is like, how do we make sure that we're coming together? And how do we make sure there's also time to breathe to catch up? And so that's why you see that gap of free time and yep. certain elements because we said, hey, we wanna make sure that people have the opportunity to connect. And even when it comes you know. to the business stuff, you know, that we were talking about in ICAs, mm-hmm. that's why we're saying we're gonna do all of these meetings beforehand. So there's gonna be some constitutional proposals that are coming up. Well, we're gonna do about seven webinars beforehand. And that so- That way you we, don't
0: have to have the discussions during- yeah, Well, that. we
7: still, of course, will discuss we'll discuss whatever you know, thing comes up, but we wanna make sure everyone feels really informed, mm-hmm. has all the information they need and transparent. And um, and we want to do that so that when our business meetings are done, people can get back to community. And, yeah. you know, and yeah. the, the business meetings are always so fun. The fir- You know, the first time you're in, you know, we're in chapter, um, it's awesome. You're sitting around everybody, and mm-hmm. it's great. And um, and that's such a powerful moment. And we want to make sure that everyone has the time to connect. And so yeah. that's just, that was a big part of this as mm-hmm. we were designing the convention schedule, which we know is tighter, but uh, we wanted that flexibility. No, I think I... Didn't I- even-
6: even after the awards banquet we also left a little time so yep. if you want to catch a red eye and you want to get out of there and you need to get home for something you can. otherwise Sunday you can stay um, of course LA there's tons to do I know a lot of staff are heading over to Disney World oh, or yeah. Disneyland and um, we do have the room bro- block rate until Monday so if you need to stay or want to stay t- at the hotel that's a possibility yep. too so
0: yeah so just I mean kind of just all kinds of options free time I mean it's a whatever experience you want to make it which is yep. I think that's right. the goal mm-hmm. So I think kind of, I know we're running short on time, and everything. I know Diane, you had a couple dates that you wanted to make sure that listeners yes. knew about that were kind of like hard deadlines yes. for yes. things. So I
6: want you to register by September 15th, because okay. if you do, you're going to receive this incredible convention box in the mail. It's really fun. It's something new we're going to do again. We're being mindful of the COVID trying to do as little touch points as possible. You're gonna to get to receive your um, box in the mail and have all the fun swag in the box. And that's if you come into convention yes. or doing it virtually, you'll okay. get it. So if you register by se- September 15th, you're gonna be guaranteed to get that box. And then September 29th is the hard date for the room block rate. If you register after that, you're gonna be paying a lot more for your, your hotel room. So make sure okay. that you get that those two dates on your calendar and get those registrations yes, in.
0: Yes, and that box should include, I think, what like the oh, T-shirt. Oh, 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 oh,
6: get there. Oh, okay, okay,
0: okay. Whoa. Whoa. Oh, sorry, no. sorry. Yeah. It's, a it's a cool swag box. box. <laughs> yeah, that's all I meant. That's all we have to do. One there. or two items. Like it's again, fun.
7: Mama <laughs> Diane makes sure that <laughs> yes. Delta Sig's are spoiled, and so it's fun. It's fun. And we're about it works out about. It's a yeah. great. Cool, I think it's a really cool thing, and um, we have one here in the office as our sample it was when it came very
2: in. very cool. It is awesome
6: yes I, huge, I mean yeah. if I what were to let, I, uh, I'm sorry I didn't realize out of it was the a bag, secret don't you
3: tell <laughs> I apologize man.
6: we're coming after you Andrew I know. Um, let's see I think man I think I've kind of gone we're over good. the things that I wanted to make sure that you highlight but I mean, after this discussion, I, I don't know why you wouldn't register. Get yes. out there, register. We Every want you I there. Every time I talk about it,
0: I you get know, more, and more, more excited. Yeah, we, I really do.
6: You know, it's been a little.
0: I'm ready. I, I I'm mean, ready.
6: it's been stressful trying to plan this and change the dates, but it's a really, we're in a really good place for this event. And yeah. I hope you all come.
0: Yeah, perfect. Any last words, Phil.
7: No, I think like Diane said, there's no better way to wrap it up. I think it's, um, I think we're gonna have a remarkable time. We're gonna have a lot of fun. And just, again, now more than ever, like, I just think what a great time to actually bring us together. And we're going to do everything to make sure that people are safe and healthy. Um, and we're going to spend time in our brotherhood. And we're going to celebrate. And uh, I can't wait to see everybody out there.
0: I love it. Perfect. Well, thank you guys so much for talking about conventions. and down for a see little bit. Yeah, see,
1: we'll see, see you in
4: L.A. Yes. see you See you in L.A.